Hello, and welcome to the University of Minnesota's Swine and You podcast series. Today's podcast is another research update. My name is Sarah Sheik Belke, and I'm a swine extension educator with the University of Minnesota. Joining me today is Kayla Law, who is an animal science graduate student pursuing her PhD in the Department of Animal Science. To get us started today, Kayla, will you tell us a little bit about yourself, including who you're working with during your PhD program? Hi, my name is Kayla Law. I actually completed my undergrad here at the U of M where I majored in microbiology and had minors in animal science and marine biology. I'm advised by Dr. Andres Gomez, whose lab focuses on researching all aspects of microbiomes in humans and animals. I've always been interested in working with animals and microbiology. So my research on maternal influences on piglet microbiomes is a great combination of those interests. Great, very interesting. At least I always find it interesting to hear what students studied as undergraduates and kind of how that led them to their graduate work. So with that, can you tell us a little bit about the research that you plan to share with us today? Sure. Today, I'll be sharing a little bit about my first research project involving the effects of maternal programming on the compositions of newborn piglet gut and nasal microbiomes from birth to weaning. And I recently heard you present this research at the Midwest Animal Science meetings this past March, and I thought it was fairly interesting. So um, look forward to hearing about it today. But before we get too far into the discussion, would you share with us how was your research funded? This research project was actually a small pilot study that was supported with funds from the University of Minnesota NEFA Agricultural Experiment Station, as well as the Agricultural Research, Education, Extension, and Technology Transfer Program. Great, thank you. It's always important, I think, to give a shout out to our funding source because our funding source does play an integral part in the research that we're able to do, whether it's graduate students or faculty or individuals such as myself, as pretty much none of that research can be done unless we've got funding sources. So thank you for sharing that. All right, now are you able to give us a brief introduction to your research study? For example, explaining why it's a valuable project. Yeah, so to give you a little bit of background, maternal programming basically just refers to all of the different maternal factors and characteristics that can influence and actually predetermine offspring growth, development, health, immunity, and most importantly to me, microbiome composition. There are numerous studies on this concept in humans. For example, babies born vaginally or by C-section have very distinct compositional differences in their gut microbiomes. Similarly, babies born in sterile hospital environments compared to those born at home also have distinct compositional differences in their gut microbiomes. I think the most fascinating part of maternal programming is that changes in newborn microbiomes can be long lasting and have long-term impacts on their overall immunocompetence and health. 
However, there's considerably less research on the effects of maternal programming in swine, especially in regards to microbiome composition. In this study, we actually attempted to investigate whether disinfection in the farrowing or birth environment impacted the compositions of piglet gut and nasal microbiomes from birth to weaning or 21 days of age. Interesting, and I would assume it may have an impact on health of that pig later. So that's what we hypothesized. Um, because it was only a small pilot study, we only followed them to 21 days of age or the typical weaning time point. Uh, but future studies and future research that I'm interested in would take this further and look at long-term health and performance as well. So can you briefly describe how did you complete this research project? So we took six sows and separated them into two different treatment groups where their newborn piglets were exposed to either a delivery environment cleaned with a common commercial disinfectant or an environment cleaned only through hot water power washing. We then took nine piglets per sow and these piglets were sampled for fecal and nasal swabs at four different time points from birth to weaning to characterize their gut and their nasal microbiomes. We also sampled several body sites from each sow to determine whether their various microbiomes were affected by disinfection. And these different samples included vaginal, oral, utter skin surface samples, and fecal swabs from each sow. So now that we know how you completed the project, what were the results from this research? Our results showed that although vaginal, milk, skin, and gut microbiomes in sows were minimally affected by disinfection practices, sanitation of farrowing stalls impacted the initial colonization patterns of piglet microbiomes. Piglets that were born in the disinfected farrowing environment had lower bacterial diversity in their gut and nasal microbiomes at birth, as well as distinct compositional differences in both microbiomes from birth to weaning. Lower bacterial diversity and lower microbial exposures at birth in piglets born in the disinfected farrowing environment was also associated with a less stable microbiome community structure that had less interactions between different bacteria. Piglets born in the non-disinfected environment harbored more environmental bacteria in their gut and nasal microbiomes, as well as significantly higher abundances of lactobacillus at weaning while piglets born in the disinfected environment harbored significantly higher abundances of potential pathogens such as Campylobacter and Enterococcus. This is of particular interest because lactobacillus is reported to be an indicator of good gut and microbiome health in swine that is especially beneficial during the many stressors of weaning. However, contrary to our initial expectations, piglets born in the non-disinfected environment had lower average birth and weaning weights. Very interesting with your results. So based off of these results, what are some conclusions that you're able to make from this research project? So our results indicate that disinfection in the farrowing environment in swine production systems impacts the initial colonization of piglet microbiomes at birth and creates lasting implications for gut and nasal bacterial microbiome composition. Piglets born in the disinfected farrowing environment harbored distinctive genera in both their gut and nasal microbiomes compared to those born in the environment cleaned only through power washing. 
Overall, piglet gut and nasal microbiome community structure and assembly were significantly impacted from birth to weaning by disinfecting the perinatal environment, providing further evidence that changes in initial colonization may result in pervasive alterations in the development of infant microbiomes. So Kayla, I know that you mentioned that this was kind of a pilot project, kind of see what you could learn um, and where this might take you further in research. So can you share what are some important takeaways from your results from this project? So manipulating maternal factors at birth in swine production systems has the potential to make long-term modifications to both piglet gut microbiomes and immunocompetence without the need for more individualized interventions. Disinfection of the fairing environment is a very common management practice used in production systems to help decrease the risks of disease and infections in newborn piglets, especially because piglets are born without a competent immune system. And these results really underscore the importance of evaluating different disinfection practices that can safely reduce pathogenic risk without limiting early microbial exposures. Allowing early exposure to both beneficial and pathogenic microbes may positively impact immune responses long-term that can minimize the stressors of weaning and potentially reducing the need for things like dietary antimicrobials. Our results also provide clues for understanding how the intense disinfection practices brought about by the current COVID-19 pandemic may impact microbiome diversity in human microbiomes. Very interesting. I do some programming on biosecurity. And as I listen to you um, talk about this research project and the results and the important takeaways, I'm, I'm making some connections between biosecurity and, and what you've learned from your study. So once again, I know you mentioned it was a pilot project and did the study to see kind of where it leads. Is there any follow-up research that you or your advisor might have planned or, or anything that, that you're talking about that you might want to look at further based off of the results from this study? So based off the results of this study, we really want to essentially repeat this pilot study with a higher amount of sows and piglets and follow the piglets for a longer period of time, uh, especially past the weaning time point, to not only see if the modifications to the microbiome can withstand the stressors and the microbial shifts that happen at weaning, but see if the patterns that we saw with the potential pathogens and the higher abundances of lactobacillus in those born in the non-disinfected environment, if those patterns persist. Um, and we also want to look at actual immune data and collect samples that will help tell us if these piglets are truly more immunocompetent. That follow-up sounds really interesting as well, and I'm sure you'll get some really valuable results from that. Well, before we wrap up this podcast for today, is there anything else that you would like to talk about or any points um, maybe that have not been mentioned yet that you'd like to make sure are made? Not that I can think of. All right. Well, thank you, Kayla, for sharing your research on maternal programming of the piglet microbiome from birth to weaning.
I'd also like to thank everybody who listened to this University of Minnesota Swine and You podcast. Again, this is Sarah Sheikh Belke, Swine Extension Educator, along with Kayla Law, Animal Science graduate student in the Department of Animal Science. To further connect with the University of Minnesota Extension, please visit our swine-specific web pages on the University of Minnesota Extension's website at www.extension.umn.edu backslash swine. On those swine pages, you will find connections to our blog and Facebook page. To learn about research being done by our swine faculty in veterinary medicine, please visit their Swine in Minnesota blog at www.umnswinenews.com. 